Hello everyone, Sirius from Germany. My name is Judel Kiskoboris and I welcome you to this episode of Running and Fabulous, a podcast created to ignite and empower new and amateur runners to hit the road and push themselves to the very next level. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Good morning, my fabulous listeners. Um, how is everyone on this fine day? I am baking cupcakes. <laughs> yes, it's my son's birthday, so we have to celebrate and do the things that he loves, of course. But I wanted to talk to you today about overtraining. You see, I have been training for the half marathon in, um, in Munich uh, that's happening next Sunday. So I have a very strict schedule following it to the almost T. And uh, it turns out that in the last five weeks, I have run a total of 260 kilometers. Now, somebody asked me, you know, isn't that too much? Like, aren't you overtraining? So I decided to, to come out here and put out a podcast about it because there is a way of recognizing if you are overtraining or not, right? And for me, the answer is no, that is not overtraining. I have gradually increased and I have been doing the workouts as is scheduled and things like that. And I have also been you know, taking the precautions that need to be taken in order to make sure that I don't get sick, I don't get overtrained, I don't get over, you know, I don't overdo it. I don't think I am overdoing it. But anyways, if you are overtraining, you generally like, you generally plateau, right? So you go out there and you put out all the effort you want to put out, but you just, you just don't seem to be moving forward. It's sort of like you're you're running ahead and somebody's had this big rubber band around your waist <laughs> and they're like pulling you in the opposite direction and you're just running, 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 putting in all the effort but not making any progress, not moving forward. And that is not the case. I tell you, I started with um, one of my, like I've, I think I put a podcast about this before. One of the things that really like they're painful for me, I'm a long distance runner. I can run forever, but intervals are, are real workouts, right? And so basically I noticed the difference in the first week of training when I was doing interval or tempo run, which is like really fast for a specific period of time. When I was doing that, it was hard. And it's not that it, it's easy, but it got easier, right? Like my first set of um, set of intervals, I did 430 per kilometer. I was quite happy with that. But then the subsequent sets of intervals, I actually did what it was called for, which is 420 per kilometer. And then, you know, one kilometer rest and then one kilometer at that speed. So, you know, you see it, it, it really, that is right, right there. That is a sign that I had not been overtraining, even though I had done, you know, whatever, how many long runs and tempo runs and little, you know, dog runs to flush out lactic acid and stuff like that. So basically the tempo runs indicated to me and the interval runs indicated to me that I actually was not overtraining. Another thing that, I, that uh, signals overtraining is that you get sick, you know, uh, you heard me boost about like, oh, you know, I never hardly ever get sick. And the thing of it is, is that that is essentially true. Your body gets um, a very strong, like the immune system gets very, very strong. I can count really 
um, with a few fingers <laughs> the times that I have been sick. And, and I tend to forget, like, when was the last time I got sick? Uh, because it really hardly ever happened. Thank God, knock on wood. I know that's glass. And, um, but basically... Um, you would get sick. And I tell you when I also get sick. Um, I get sick during marathon training because there I I do overtrain, I guess, I guess, right? But now like I'm getting wiser and wiser as the years go by and I know what to do in order to recover because overtraining can happen, but um, you need to be able to, to know what you give your body in terms of nutrients and to know what to do in terms of, you know, downtime. If you don't have a specific plan that actually has a downtime or a recovery time included in the pack, you will probably overtrain. And I've done that in the past because I'm just like, oh, I just got to run a lot because it's a marathon and stuff like that. But it really, if you follow a good plan, you will not overtrain. And if you follow a good plan that also includes, includes nutrition, you will give your body what it needs in order to recover after certain workouts right so so basically if you've plateaued you've been overtraining right you put in the effort and nothing happens um if you're if you're getting sick right because running gets you happy and gets you really healthy but if you're getting sick and you're down and you're moody you're probably overtraining right and there's something else that happens to ladies and i am i was raised not to talk about these personal things but i am going to make it public anyways because <clears throat> I think it's important. Um, if you're overtraining and you're a woman, okay, and you are losing a lot of weight, yeah, because of this overtraining, chances are that your hormones are going to be wacky and you may lose your period in the process, okay? You may lose muscle mass in the process. And I tell you this, confession time during the rabbit hole years of mine, I lost a lot of muscle mass and I lost a lot of weight. I was running like a mad woman, no schedule, just running because I needed that dopamine hit. And, um, and I like my, my knees were, you know, you could see like the, the muscle being lost. Like my knees had like wrinkly parts on it because my muscles were being used for energy because I wasn't eating enough. So it, the, the energy needed to come from somewhere. And that is a dangerous place to be, my friend, because you, you, can, you can just really hurt yourself. So watch out for yourself. It, make sure that you do not overtrain and make sure that you eat properly so that you can balance the whole workout out, okay? So basically, um, you don't want to lose too much weight. I mean, I was 48 kilos and for a 5'2 girl like me, uh, now I'm mixing, <laughs> now I'm mixing one, one type of measurement with the other. But, you know, like um, I am 158 centimeters and I was 48 um, kilos and that's really too little. So I'm very adamant about, look, you know, you got to eat, you got to keep your weight being too skinny is not that healthy, right? If you're not eating, your minerals are being taken out of your bones, your muscle mass is being converted into energy and all of that other stuff. It's just not a happy place to be. It's not a good place to be. So make sure that you're taking good care of nutrition when you're training and you're training hard, right? Um, 
Now, the important thing to, to, to do when you are training, when you're following a plan is to really respect those recovery days. You know, I could potentially run every day because I love it, right? But my plan here said, you know, the first couple of weeks you have uh, three, free, uh, no, the first week I had three free days, the next weeks, the next two weeks I had two free days and the subsequent weeks now that we're winding down with training because the marathon is next Sunday, I have three free days. In fact, I took one, one free day off on Monday because I didn't feel like <laughs> going to sweat for only five kilometers. So basically, you, you got to respect that. Just uh, today's day off, it's day off. Just just respect it and don't, you know, just recover. You can go for walks because it's always good to keep on moving, but don't do anything strenuous or crazy on those days, right? So recovery days, respect them. Now, when you're training a lot, when you are training a lot, you do cause a lot of stress on the body. Yeah, you do create a lot of free radicals. And this is why it's so important to make sure you have any antioxidants. Now, antioxidants come from your fruits and your vegetables. And when I'm training, I actually use a concoction of, you know, curcuma and, um, and ginger and, you know, just all this goodness. And I dump it, I dump a spoon of that, uh, powder everywhere, you know, on my eggs, on my, uh, on my, on my shake and my oatmeal or whatever it is. And it tastes delicious and it has lots of antioxidant. It has anti-inflammatory. Just think about it. You're pounding the pavement or, or the trail, whatever it is that you're training, you are going to cause a lot of stress in the body. You're going to cause inflammation on the body. You're going to create free radicals and you want to make sure you combat that and you combat that with food, my friends. <laughs> this is why I love food. And I keep just like, you know, I'm like a, a public advocate of like eat, 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 eat. So basically, um, when I, when you do that, then your, your body with the food that you give it, right, your body is able to combat free radicals and decrease inflammation. Okay. So that's one thing. Make sure you take your antioxidants and in the, in, in the form of food. Okay. And drink uh, enough water, but not too much to wash out all of your electrolytes. Okay. You want to sip on water throughout the day because water is the the uh, the element that actually helps you cleanse your body. You know, you hear all these detox things, water, okay? Water detoxes you. <laughs> Unless you are like anyways, we're not going to get into technical and 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 medical things right now. But anyways, so basically that, right? antioxidants. And the next thing that happens when you run a lot is that you create micro tears in your muscles. When you create micro tears in your muscles, you need to fix those, right? And what fixes, what fixes the muscles? Like what, what can help you rebuild and repair muscles? If you say protein, you're absolutely right. Protein helps you rebuild and repair muscles. This is why I, in every single one of my meals, I'm like, so what's my protein source from there? What's from there? What's from there? If I'm having oatmeal in the morning, I make sure that I mix it in with some nuts or something like this so that the protein is actually a complete protein. 
protein and not just partial protein because partial protein does partial work on your body. Okay. I am a fan of eggs. <laughs> I can eat some massive eggs because it is the best source of protein. It is the one that is absorbed by the body 100%. Okay. Now, when you're training and you're training hard, and I have like a little, like my little map here of like how much protein I would need for my body. Normally you need 0.8 grams of protein for every kilos of weight, right? But when I'm running for a half marathon, I do 1.2. When I am running for a marathon, I do 1.5. So basically the, the consumption of protein increases depending upon the training that I am doing at the time. And, um, and that really, it just really helps me recover very fast. Like I, you know, it just, it doesn't hurt as much afterwards. Like things really, it really helps, right? So make sure that you have a good source of protein. Make sure that you eat protein throughout the day. You don't need to overdo it. Don't go out there having, you know, three kilos of steak in one sitting because you're just wasting it. Like your body can only take so much and the rest you just waste it. Okay. So if you're buying beautiful meat, make sure you have it in small quantities and, um, you just enjoy it. Okay. If you are, you know, a meat eater, if you're a vegetarian, make sure that you have all of your sources of protein. You know, if, if you're a vegetarian, you probably have gotten some sort of education on it or educated yourself on it because it is very important to make sure you have all of your macros. So now I'm like <laughs> saying a lot of things at once, but anyways, it's important. I wanted to come out here and tell you this now, um, for energy, and this is why I keep saying the body needs everything, okay? Because when you're out there and you're running a lot and you're, you know, exerting yourself, you are going to use energy, right? And energy really the main source of energy for the body, like the, the, you know, the fuel for your body is really carbohydrates, okay? Now you got to watch what kind of carbohydrates you consume, but everything, but carbohydrates when you come back from a run you need some carb okay yes protein great we need that and we need enough of it right and we need to do it as soon as possible after we come back from the hard runs and from all this training but you also need carbohydrates carbohydrates are the main source of energy for the body and for the brain, like 25% of the energy that you consume goes to the brain. Okay. So this is why I don't understand keto. And if you're a keto person, you know, happy days to you, but I don't, I, you know, from, from, from the anatomy here, like how our bodies work, I don't understand keto. Okay. I know that ketogenic diets and stuff like that, we can get into it another day, but I know that the body needs to work. It, you still need to convert whatever it is. You still need to convert it into ATP. You still need to convert it into energy, right? So why, why give the body so much trouble? You know, if it comes directly from carbohydrates, it goes straight to your muscles. Like it goes straight where it needs to go. It doesn't need to be broken down and converted. But anyways, that's a story for another day. So energy, my friends, carbohydrates, they are my friends. 
friends love them okay because they give me the energy to run and the most important thing that you need in order to recover in order to make sure that you do not um, that you don't get sick and you don't do all those things that I said at the beginning which is like plateau uh, unhappy hormonal imbalance uh, cranky you know running makes you happy you shouldn't be cranky okay um, lose a period lose a muscle mass in order for you to really properly recover, you need to respect your sleep time, my friend. You need to go to bed, okay? Like if you're tired, go to bed, okay? At night, many, many things happen to our body and we need to be able to give it that time in order for it to recover, okay? So sleep extremely, extremely important. And I tell you one time I went out training, I, I had a bad night uh, sleep and I felt it in my muscle. I felt so sluggish. It took me like two kilometers to actually feel like, all right, yeah, I'm getting the hang of this again. Like, it's all right. Because I had been training and for that night or like actually a couple of nights in a row, I wasn't able to sleep all right. You feel it, okay? You do feel it. So, recap. Recovery days, respect them. Antioxidant, water, protein, use the right source of energy, carbohydrates, and go to bed, my friend. <laughs> Make sure you get that sleep in, <laughs> nappy time. Don't be so stubborn. And with that, my fabulous listeners, this podcast has come to an end. I got to get back to my cupcakes. <laughs> Have a wonderful, wonderful day. And uh, I hope we stay in touch. You will find me on Facebook. I'm Judel Kescarbores. I'm the only Judel Kescarbores you will find, or we can link up on Instagram at Delki Health. <laughs> okay. Have a wonderful day and I catch you around next time. Ciao.